bull ring again this time when they shot that thing. He got fucking wrecked by the bull, bro. Yeah, bulls are no joke, dog. That shit is <laughs> not a good a good place to be. Dude, like I, they would have totally got me too if I was on that thing because they had a coffee, like an iced coffee set up at the set. And when you go up to order, I would have been just first in line. And when you go up to order, you order your coffee and this big ass thing comes out and punches you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they would have fucking nailed me, bro. Got I'd have been first in line for the fucking, oh, you guys got coffee on set. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it like knocked homeboy upside down backwards. It hit him so hard. That shit had <laughs> Yeah, bro. Yeah, they don't play. This shit is gnarly. Did you check audio? Have you ever played Monopoly with Monopoly? With Mo Alex? Mm -hmm. No. I don't even know if she knows how to play. Monopoly? Everybody knows how to play Monopoly, bro. Shit. Hmm? Audio sound good? No gain? The amps work? And we're back! You starting or am I starting? Go ahead, let's go. We're already started, bro. This is a podcast. We just kind of roll into these things. We don't have to say welcome to the show, none of that I, stuff. I don't really do intros. I'm just not an intro guy. But yeah, go for it. All right, welcome to the show. We got Chauncey, got myself right. There's that's your fine. intro. You happy with that? I'm cool with it. I think uh, that's a, a pretty uh, a pretty good intro. Yeah. Hi, I'm Chauncey Leopardi. I'm Brian Goldstein. Um, got, you got Gerald back there behind the computer monitor. The ones and twos. What was it? Two-inch thunder? Yeah, two-inch punisher. Two-inch punisher. The two-inch punisher. There you go. Yes. thought it was a marker and an eraser well everybody welcome to our show it's been a, a wild halloween weekend yeah not for us we're parents yeah yeah no it was a uh, pretty laid back the kids were done after about an hour of trick-or-treating if even in their defense it was quite a bit of walking just from the car to like entry yeah, was <laughs> that was a walk going back is worse always of course dude that walk at the end i was like yeah, it does. I was pushing the stroller and carrying the baby because Jen and, and them were like far back. We almost lost Chance. Literally almost lost him. Like and he's he was black. gone. Yeah. And I turned around and he was gone. And I, me and Jen both panicked screaming and she found him like five minutes later. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's well, just standing there. That's when I ran there. back into. And it was, yeah. And you're like, all right, it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that scared the crap out of me because, you know, that's not a mission I was trying to be on while we're trick-or-treating. We would have found them, but it would have sucked. No, yeah, of <laughs> course. It just, just a logistical nightmare. You just didn't find the house with the food. I did. Yeah, that's true. We went home and had a uh, blippity-boppity-bloop. I forget. Yeah, that's After pretty good. all the candy. Yeah. Yeah, the kids were done, bro. They were just toast. Dude, I, we started hitting some houses. They'd look at Madison and they'd be like, which one do you want? I was like, I'll take the king size Twix. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need today. <laughs> yeah, they they uh, they got the good candy up there for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Still can't believe we didn't get to meet Eddie. No, I know. We literally crossed paths. Yeah. Yeah, I, I messaged him. I said we were just there. I think he was like right after us or something. There's and just no receptionist. No, man. No, you can't. You're just in yeah, dead zone. Is, eh. Anything outside of that? You're fucked. Yeah, it's dead zone, bro. Which is another reason why you don't want to lose your kid. 
you know, they'll be safe. Came up with an idea for next year's trick or treating for everybody. Apple Air Tags. No, because then you can't yell at your kid through an Apple Air Tag. Walkie talkie. Ah, uh, yes. Get them a necklace. Yes. And say, hey, dumbass, where'd you go? Yeah, exactly. Beep, 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 <laughs> beep. You can just follow the beep, beeps. Yep. Yeah. I, I think that's the move for next year. I'm going to air tag them anyway. Yeah. Or get them an Apple Watch. Of course, if, if, uh, I have an Apple Watch, I'll just tape it to him. Yeah. Um, put it around his ankle. Yeah, but if it doesn't, if it doesn't work, because you have no service. Oh, shit. You can't get in the iCloud. Exactly. Walkie talkies it is. Walkie talkies it is. You got to go, you got to go analog. Yeah, Amazon it up. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Best 20 bucks to spend. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's not bad. Pretty soon they'll be able to like, like Shia is old enough to use a walkie talkie. Yeah, like when Jay and I are filming car stuff, there's always a walkie talkie because who the hell wants to call someone every time you got to do something? No, it's easier to just. And when you're in the canyons, like. There's no reception sometimes, so it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. But the walkie-talkies, they work no matter what, huh? Yeah. There's half mile in the canyon, straight line of shot, couple miles. Really? Yeah, we used to use them on set all the time. Makes Everybody sense. talked on a, on a walkie-talkie. Yeah. Get you the earpiece so you look all cool for next year? Mm-hmm. Like a real operator. Well, you'll be dressed as Steve-O next year. That's right. So you'd be operator Steve-O? I'll be naked, I guess, with myself tattooed on my back. <laughs> Going like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Jen's going to love that one. <laughs> She'll be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, him and his girl did a good job, though. Very good. Squints and, Squints and Wendy was great. Um, yeah, they're, he's good. I'm a, I'm a Steve-O fan. I think that he's, uh, he's aged gracefully into his... Uh, older self have you seen wendy since you were a kid yeah we did a a signing together um a few years ago but it was the first time we had seen each other in person since you guys were since we were like shopping the film or or doing um like media and stuff for that yeah um so yeah yeah she's got kids i actually seen her at nail garden one day with her kids and i thought it was her but i didn't say anything to her and when I did run into her, I said, I think I saw you at Nail Garden like eight months ago. And she was like, yeah, that's my spot. And I was like, she said, you should have said hi. And I was like, yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to walk up and be like, oh, sorry, wrong person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not the type to say hi to people. You just have to wear your glasses and then she'd recognize you. Yeah, that's true, too. Did you ever find the glasses? I have them, yeah. I have a couple pairs of them. I remember you lost one and then you found it. Yep, it was in your car. Yeah, and then we found another pair of glasses in the truck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I have uh, I have a nice pair of Ray Bans now that are like color tint, color change that look pretty, pretty squintish. Black frame. Black frame, yeah, standard black frame. Yeah. Just different lenses now. Yeah, they have no, they have uh, clear lenses, but they transition in the sun. So oh. I use them for baseball games because they'll they'll get darker like sunglasses. And they have the anti-reflective so that you can use them for, for shooting. The ones I wore in the Logic video were cool. They're actually, uh, um, what the hell is this name of this place? There's this really cool glasses store in Silver Lake. It's called like Gentleman's Breakfast, right? And the guy will give you like a cigar and a glass of whiskey. And he has like all vintage like period piece glasses like Persauls from the 50s, like everything's 
original. And I have a pair of military issue, like Vietnam era issued, and they already had the green lenses in them so that they don't reflect the camera. So they worked perfect for that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I remember when we were on the Logic State, you had them. Yeah, yeah, those were badass. Then I was stoked to have those. Then you had to go back and reshoot. And then we went, went back and reshot it again, yeah. Yeah, I thought uh, it definitely turned out better the second time. Yeah, because I was there for the first one. First one was all right. Second one, I think, was better. Yeah, I think that uh, after seeing Chris D'Elia as Eminem and seeing what they did when they slowed it down for him so that he could really get like all the, the movement in it and stuff. Because Eminem's stupid fast. Yeah, I mean, and Bobby's like probably even faster than that. But they wanted me to do like Bobby hands, like all the, the weird rapper hands and stuff because Bobby's super animated. And I think that I did it real time. And if I had done it slowed down, it would have given me a lot more uh, a lot more ability to like add like crazy facial expressions and like really emphasize everything, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I tried to just slug it out and I think we came came up with a pretty good product not a bad deal got a lot of views yeah yeah, yeah of course I mean Instagram just wouldn't let you repost it no <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious you're in it and they won't let you use the content yeah Def Jam's got a lock on that I guess huh I guess phone call to Def Jam and say hey unlock my profile yeah yeah it's all right it's it's a it's a ship that has sailed true did I'm glad ever, they were happy with it did you ever get to meet them I still haven't met Bobby, no. Mm -mm. But uh, I think he mentioned me in one of his other records um, recently. Somebody had told me that he talks about it. Uh, but uh, no, he called me um, and uh, we chatted for like 10 minutes. He was super cool. He said he was happy and thanks for going back in and doing it again. And uh, yeah, That's good tough. kid. I like him. Yeah. And then we got to meet Chris too on yeah. the first day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's funny, man. Very funny. Yeah, he's a funny cat. He was nice too. Yeah. Very low key. I still want to get Fluffy on the show somehow. Yeah, I'm I'm a Gabriel fan. I like him. He's good stuff. He started following me. Did he? Nice. So I might have a chance. There you go. Yeah, he'd be fun. Talk the shit. He's good. He's good. You know. Or we do a mobile setup and go to his like VW museum. That'd be cool. Oh, he has a VW museum. Yeah, he's a huge VW fan. No, no way. Oh yeah, I love VWs too. I can't wait till that bus comes out. I'm gonna get one. The all electric one. <laughs> You're really gonna get one? Yeah, hell yeah. Take the kids to school? Yeah, they're dope, dude. I like them. I'm, I'm into it. I like the bugs. I told Paige to get a bug. Um, what did Paige get? She got a Civic. Oh. Yeah. At least it's reliable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told her to get a bug. Bugs are cute for girls. I think they're dope. VW, it doesn't really break. Mm -mm. Same thing with the Honda, though. I mean, it's, it's basically a Porsche, right? Yeah, just the parts are more expensive. Yeah. Yeah, no, she, she she went and got a Civic. She liked it. She's stoked. Happy with your daughter's purchase? Yeah, she did it all on herself, you know? She called me back. I tried to tell her to lease it, but she wanted to buy it, and she bought a used Civic, and she handled it all herself, and, you know, she did she did good. I'm impressed. Not bad for her first time. No, 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 no. She handled it well. It was good. She didn't even call me and tell me that she had bought anything either. She told me she was going, but that was about it. Yeah. I'm really thirsty. Sorry. Want another drinking with my foot? The marks, the mics don't pick that up. No. No. Oh. Well. We had the door open last time, and trash truck was outside. Nothing. No. Huh? That's great. Especially with those gizmos on the table, right, Jay? The amplifier thingies. Oh, cool, cool. 
Poor guy. Jay, he might want more water. This is oh, there's. Hmm. All right. Well, what's the topic of the day? Topic of the day. I don't know. We want to go controversial. We can talk about the shooting. I don't want to talk about that. No shooting. Yeah, that was that was terrible. It's a tragic event. I yeah. think it's a little too soon to to speak on it. It's unfortunate. It's a uh, shitty deal. And I guess uh, the, the moral to it is walk away. Yeah, hundred percent. Is that you know a lot of times in life we have a lot of pride and 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 uh, you know they say ego ego is not your amigo, but. Uh, you know, something as trivial as a misunderstanding or a disagreement about nothing can turn into somebody losing their life right. and uh, a very tragic occurrence for all of those involved. And um, it's not worth it, bro. It's no, just not worth it. Nine times out of ten, you can walk away from any situation. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't even put myself around that many people most times just because yeah, you and I, we prefer to run by ourselves. Yeah. Or like a very tight group. Yeah, it's just uh, too much liability and, and, you know, you know, it doesn't even have to be your beef. That's the sad part. You know, you can just be in the wrong place at the wrong time and have something terrible happen or be involved in a tragic incident. And it's just something that doesn't need to, nobody needs to experience. No, and that lives with you forever. A hundred percent. And in this day and age, unfortunately, when something like that happens, everybody actually gets to see like the tragic passing of, uh, you know, a love celebrity or or a these situations one. or a loved one. And that's somebody's, you know, brother, mother, father, you know, and it's just a bad, a bad deal. And, you know, people have cameras and there's so much footage of everything now that everything's documented. How terrible is it for somebody to find out that, like, you lost a loved one via social media before you even hear it from, like, you know what I mean, from the authorities or somebody close? Um, That's the crazy part about social media now. Is before, that it? it used to take forever for you to find out. Now it's split second before. Yeah, and you got TMZ and these guys running the story and showing videos that, like, you know, maybe that is something that nobody should have ever saw. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah, that I, don't, I don't think those type of videos need to be out there. We, we don't need to see a young man laying in a pool of blood. No. You know what I mean? Or it's a school just, shooting. Like I, I don't, I don't want to see that. No. And I don't think it's, it's, I think it perpetuates this, this, you know, negative spiral, however you want Yeah, because everybody goes down that rabbit hole and then they want to see it and that's what's being searched. And then the algorithm we know works based off of what's being searched. Exactly. And, and so now, popular. yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, we got to let these things be behind us and kind of go in another direction. Walk away. Yeah, walk walk away, bro. It's you know? just not worth it. No, 100%. Somebody wants to take your shit, here you go. Have a nice day. The, I mean, we learned from Ed's class. Yeah. What's the best form of self-defense? Walking away. Run. Or, yeah. <laughs> Ed's version feet. is turn around and fucking run. Yeah, I mean, you know. Don't um, wait around to find out. 
Yeah, that's Ed Calderon for everybody out there listening. Ed, Ed's manifesto, yep. a very wise man in the you know special ops field. And then I saw Sean Ryan post a uh, uh, interview himself, another you know decorated military military man with a big following, and he said the same thing that you know your first line of self defense is to run, run the other way. You know what I mean? Before anything, and it's just you know. Just because you carry a gun or a knife or whatever it might be. Why? It's not worth using. Look, unless someone's flat out attacking you, all right, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, it's but if I can walk away, I'm walking away. Yeah, it's not worth it. At the end of the day, regardless, you don't want to be hurt or put somebody in a position to be hurt or put an innocent bystander in the position to be hurt if you could have just left the situation, you know? yeah, that's a sad, sad, sad day. Very sad day. Yep. And there's been multiples of those lately, unfortunately. Yeah, quite a bit, you know. We just don't hear about all of them. No, and we hear about a lot of them because we're in the, you know, the yeah. public eye here in Los Angeles, and this shit happens daily, you know, and it's just kind of like. Look, you moved so your family feels safer. Like yeah. L.A. is not what it used to be. No. You got to think about where you're going, what you're wearing, you know. Yeah, and we're we're from here, so we yeah. we know better we a lot of better. times. And people come from out of town and, you know, they're in Hollywood and but even Beverly Hills now, bro, like it doesn't matter where you are. If you're in the city, you're subject to being a target to a random occurrence, and it could be not even somebody trying to take something from you, but just uh somebody trying to run up and harm you for their Which own is the crazy part. Like, people are just getting clocked in the head and taken off. Yeah, it could be somebody that's, you know, strung out and on the streets and mentally um, unstable that just you happen to catch catch their gaze for whatever reason and, and they throw a rock at you. Or, like, I've seen so many stories of these type of things happening. I mean... Didn't you send me that video the other day of someone in Glendale or Pasadena taking an axe to everybody's... This one house is every window. Yeah, she was possessed, bro. That was a demonic type of but event. But still, it, unprovoked. hundred percent. That was super it. random. But that video was like, that shit's scary, bro. She was on one. Who knows what she was on? Nah, that was different, bro. That was like, I mean. That's drugs, bro. No, that was like, that was, she could see in her eyes. She was like, that was like demonic possession. <laughs> she was an older woman, too. She was yeah. like in her 60s. She could barely even hold the pickaxe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She which, was like swinging it from the bottom, which she probably picked up from their yard, also. Possibly, yeah. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like it was probably li- laying right there, and we didn't see the video that came before it or something. It's also, you know, another rule for your safety. If you know, if you're not going to be at your house or you don't want your house broken into or things of this nature, like leaving shovels and anything somebody can throw at some shit or break a window with outside is probably a bad look. Oh, yeah, or how people put those, like, fancy rocks in front of their house for decorations. It goes through a window pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, you know, you got to think about things these days. It's a sad thing. Very, yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, Like we were talking about earlier, that's the joys of having a big dog. Yeah, man, dogs are a big deterrent. Huge, bro. Nobody wants to get bit by a dog. No, it's going to hurt. I talked to Dietrich about it. Like one of my best friends is a dog trainer and uh, did protection work with dogs. And he's always been on that shit that like a, a good protection dog is uh, is like the best line of defense that you can ever have. 
First of all, everybody's terrified of dogs. Uh, a person would, would probably rather step to a pistol than a protection dog. Yeah, because the pistol is up to the operator behind it. The dog is just going for You're it. getting bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people are terrified of dogs. Oh, yeah. Like immediately. They don't. That's just that's a stop sign, bro. That's even tiny in his current condition. Like people are afraid. people are scared of dogs. Yeah. yeah. Big dogs, especially. And and wiry like uh, Malawas and um, shepherds and the dogs that a lot of the protection work yeah. dogs that you see. Um, They're ready to go. Yeah, bro. They're going to they're going to bite your ass big time. Literally. <laughs> they're getting shot and still biting you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not going to feel good. No, not at all. And uh, yeah, that's definitely your best line of defense. If you really don't want to travel with personal security or hired security, then, uh, you know, a ten thousand dollar investment in a real protection dog. Fully trained. A hundred percent. You know, you still got to go once a quarter work on the training just to keep them current of course if you treat a protection dog like a normal house pet then they're going to be off point yeah but if you treat them like uh you know like the working dog that that he or she is then you're going to have the the best line of defense from anything basically that you could possibly have for your home it is it is 100 percent one of the best investments you could ever make oh yeah and less liability yeah and they're and they're good they're good spirits you know oh yeah good to have around 100 percent. yeah i'm a big i'm a big fan of that and i think that for those that you know a service dog can go anywhere also so for people think that they can't take their service dog with them if you get on an airplane with an actual service dog with a california service tag and the person not, next to not you not the bullshit but the true no if you have a real sort yeah. like a real california state tag and you have a real service dog that's that's certified nobody's doing anything no, if the person next to you doesn't want to sit next to a dog, their flight gets changed. Really? Yeah, hundred percent. They'll pull them off the flight and let the dog roll. That's wild. Yeah, so that actually occurs because sometimes people don't want to sit, and if it's a full flight and there's not another seat, they will pull you off the flight and you'll take the next one, and the dog will fly. Interesting. I did huh? not know that. I didn't know that either, but it's a, it's actually a fact. I guess it's an ADA thing. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's like a yeah, exactly American Disabilities Act. Uh huh. That's exactly what it is. You can't. Okay, so you're gonna wait then, because this person has to fly with this companion animal. Yeah, that's like taking someone's wheelchair away. Yeah. Same yeah. concept. Yeah, and they're not the best at it. I mean, obviously, there's you know, uh, one of our guys uh, had an incident where he has his sisters in a chair and. Um, She's severely disabled and he took her to Hawaii and, uh, you know, he specifically asked for like wheelchair accessible and that they would treat the chair properly. And, and they like, they like damaged her foot when they were getting her in and out. And it was like a big deal. So damn, yeah, it's, uh, um, you know, yeah, it's tough. Flying these days sucks. It's terrible, bro. It's a really bad experience anymore. Everything's I mean, delayed. It, you nobody's nobody nobody likes it. I not like not it. the staff. There's just a grumpy experience. Totally. Even going, like we learned in Ed's class. You think you're safe in the airport? Like security shouldn't take that long. No, security is the illusion that everybody is safe. Correct. But it's not necessarily an actual safety net. Well, like Ed said, you go to the restaurant in there that's serving a steak, and they give you a steak knife. How's the restaurant know you kept the knife or that you didn't keep the knife? Exactly. 
You know what I mean? So it's just, it's the illusion of being safe, but not actual safety. And, and it's, I just, I feel terrible for everybody involved because it's something that's just overregulated now because of a, of occurrence. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and now everybody's miserable from TSA to the cops working the airport to the airline employees dealing so with the, the patrons, food, the food vendors in there, everybody, yeah. everybody's like, I remember travel used to be like, I traveled a lot as a child. Um, even before COVID you were traveling a ton for signing. Yeah. And I mean, in, as a child, I, would, I was on an airplane all the time going to do films because everything used to be shot on location and uh, we would travel constantly. And it was a pleasant experience. The pilots would put you up in the front of the plane if you were a kid oh, and give they, you wings and take care anymore. of you. <laughs> no, they don't like it's not the same. Everybody seemed happy. They did the, that during flight too. the stewardess. Yeah, the stewardess. They were happy people. They had a really good gig. You know, mm -hmm. if you go back to the 60s and 70s and 80s and you see like Air travel was like, you felt like a king on American Airlines. They fed you well. They took really good care they of you. They made the food fresh on. 100%. Everything was great. Now it's frozen, and they just throw it in the oven real quick, and here it's you go. It's just a bad experience for everybody. I mean, that's why we've seen the rise of a jet suite or oh, yeah, jet private suite. and all of these other things. Jet suite, private suite. Yeah, just that people don't want to deal with the, the hassle of being treated like being paid paid to treat be treated like livestock basically yeah and that's how they treat you like livestock yeah 100 percent. sit down shut up put your bag away and, and if you don't like it we'll throw you off the plane yeah and nine times out of ten when you're on a flight now they don't even have tvs they expect you to hold your phone in your lap so you're like this for four or five hours yeah it's it's a very unpleasant experience yeah 100 percent. yeah i'm uh it's been rough i will say that i'm glad not to be wearing a mask on an airplane anymore that yeah I second that. Yeah, that was tough. It was tough. I feel bad for anybody that's like super anxious. I had flying anxiety for quite a while, and uh, the mask I, only made it worse. I don't anymore. No, no luckily, but but I can only imagine people that that were anxious and super terrified, and it's like it's blocking your breathing. And to be honest, airplanes are like their filtration devices are like some of the best. Yeah, because they're swapping out the air i forget what the time rate is but it's it's insane it's pretty it's pretty damn good you know what i mean and the, and the the you know obviously the type of oxygen once you're pressurized that you're getting is is better than sitting outside and breathing you're breathing medical grade as well so oh, yeah. it's it's pretty uh um it's, it's honestly probably one of the safest places to be traveling with that many people in uh you know I found it funny, though, that they had you social distance to board the plane to sit next to a stranger. <laughs> None of it made a lot of sense, bro. I'll be <laughs> honest with you. You know, there was so many different like just. The shit is a joke, right? You know, and I like obviously Look, I'm not I, the type to try to cause a scene. Or no, to I just went with the flow like it is what yeah. it is like. It's not worth. Mm. I don't want to get banned from a flight permanently. Like it just wasn't worth it. Yeah, it was uh it it was quite the quite the experience. What a year, huh? Year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. Now everybody wants to travel. Yeah, it's it's a resurgence. Well that's good, man. People need to move around and um see things and there's not enough flights though. Well, it's the cr the environment that they've created. People don't want those jobs anymore, you know? They're not the same type of jobs they used to be. It all goes back into like you know, People used to be empowered as employees. 
and they used to, you know, you wanted to be a Delta pilot, you wanted to be a Pan Am, a United pilot, you know? Think about Catch Me If You Can, like the, the movie. Yeah. Think about how, like... The lifestyle he lived being a pilot and everything else. Being a fake pilot. Yeah. Imagine being a real pilot or being a real stewardess, you know what I mean? Where yeah. they, like... Exactly. Where they were... Uh, you know, looked at and held up on a pedestal where kids used to be like, oh, wow, it's a real pilot or a real, a real flight attendant. Like, this is really cool to be flight crew, you know? Not and people looked forward to getting up and getting dressed and going into work every day and being happy and serving people. I think no. that we've lost the, the service in pretty much all industries. Yeah, even you go to a restaurant now, it's like, you're lucky if you get nice customer service. Yeah, and they get tipped pretty well that they do 20% that their employer should probably be paying you know what I mean I mean and then like some restaurants now you've seen it where they just automatically add a 10% because of inflation or whatever it is it's like well you increase the cost of the food and you're hitting me for 10% yeah I mean and a tip it's like I'm not gonna stop going out to eat because I enjoy it yeah but yeah you it's know. just a little ridiculous though yeah, it just goes back into overregulation of pretty much all things, you know. Um, we're in a perpetual state of of regulation, right? Of things, you know, continuing to be overly regulated, overly regulated, overly regulated. And is it better for the general population? Probably not. But it's a way to 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 tack another charge onto the bill. You know right. what I mean? Um, whether it be Airbnb cleaning fees or hotel resort fees or never whatever it is never understood that one. what the resort fee yeah yeah i remember the first time they hit me with one and i'm like yeah it's for like the pool and this and i was like i'm playing cards i'm not going to be using the pool it's like the first time that vegas had like yeah. established that you know and they said well yeah everybody just have to pay it you know okay why not just include it in the fee and call it a day yeah just charge the charge more for the room yeah. don't give me static I don't want an extra charge. I don't want that used car salesman shit on everything, you know? Mm -hmm. Just tell me this is the price. The price is the price. Yeah. The price is not the price anymore. No. Not the, not the advertised price. I saw my hotel bill the other day for a Hampton Inn, nothing crazy. I'm like, what are all these extra fees tacked in? City tax, this tax, this tax. And I was like. Extra fee. Room oh, cleaning fee. Yeah. COVID fee. And they don't even clean your room now. You no. have to request it. You have to request it. And if they have someone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, and that's a uh, that one irritates me. Yeah, it sucks. It's uh you like know, if I'm there for one night, fine. I don't care, but if I'm there for 3 4 nights, like I don't want to have to go ask for my room to be made up and get fresh towels, towels and, and all that stuff. No, it should be there. That was the beauty of staying in a hotel. Yeah. You know? That's what you're essentially paying for. Well, that was the rise of Airbnb and now the decline of Airbnb because they became a great alternative service. Yeah. Because hotels got outrageous with it and stopped offering amenities. And now it's like the flip side of that is that hotels are now becoming king again because the price of Airbnb and, and the cleaning fees and all of the extra charges has gotten so outrageous that. And some of the headaches people have had getting access and. Just in general, yeah. hidden cameras, all this weirdo shit, you know? Let yeah. alone what it's done to the housing market. I was following this one dude that actually sweeps a hotel room and an Airbnb every time he enters with like a camera detector. Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen like, like hella stories about that. I it's, got one though. Yeah. 
I haven't used it, but I got one. Yeah. It's just a little bug. It's not, you know. Yeah, and then you look through it, and it shows you the infrared lights and all that stuff. We're in the surveillance age, my friend. Yeah. I'm going to meet a guy tomorrow that would scare the average person. Yeah. Some all. of that stuff is just like. Yeah, we'll talk. I'll bring them. I'll bring some of the gizmos after I come back. Yeah, we'll we can break them down and, and talk about, you know, how to deploy them and, and just for general right for even if you don't want like I'm not for listening in on other people's conversations. I could give a shit. But I want people listening in on mine, so how do you stop that? Yeah. And there are gizmos and gadgets to stop that. Trace buster, trace buster. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg? Uh I don't think so. Uh, I got to remember the name of it. It's really good. He plays like an assassin in it, but uh, they are, they're sending faxes or something and they're, they're talking about, they have a trace buster, a trace buster, like bust the trace on the phone. <laughs> and then they had a trace buster buster. And then the dude had like a trace buster, buster, buster that busted the trace back again. <laughs> <laughs> he just trace busted the trace buster. <laughs> it was pretty cool. That is pretty funny. Yeah. It's, it's a good, it fits right in line with that. Oh yeah. Yeah, man, it's a strange, scary times. And at the same time, obviously, I don't want to go backwards with technology either because it's obviously an amazing time to be alive that we're able to do, you know, things like this. Sit right. and talk amongst friends and, and, you know. Broadcast it and do what we want. One-touch button ourselves with nobody else, you know. Yeah. Basically have our own, our own studios and our own supercomputers in our pocket that are, you, you don't know, even need, like, a full production team anymore. The softwares that do it are just insane. Like, you need... Jay half asleep behind the computer right now, but you know, other than that, what else do you really need? I can literally send like compressed art files between designers in seconds from all over the world yeah. on my phone. Have a VA in another country doing stuff for you. Like it's insane. Yeah. It's, it's a next level. There's really just, just endless opportunity at all times around you. Um, and you have access to just so many, so many people and things, you know, that it's a, it's a crazy, beautiful, scary time to be alive. This is true. It's definitely nothing simple about it anymore, but. No, it's not simple anymore. But also it's, uh, you know, it's very enlightening to know that you can control your own destiny and that, yeah. and that nobody can stop you from getting your message or your product out to the world. Yeah, I love, you know, when I talk to people, they're like, well, it's hard to become successful. No, it's really not that hard. You just have to be willing to put in the work. I mean, look, man, I listen to Gary Vee a lot. Um, and, you know, one thing that I, I, he used to just post so much and respond to everybody when he was running his parents' wine business. And, uh, and still, like, I seen him at Hall of Flowers, um, a cannabis event not too long ago. And uh, he walked the floor and talked to everybody right still to this day you know and this was during covid not a fear in him just you know what i mean just yeah. taking it all in and, and communicating with the people and like he you know i one of the things that he always says is like bro this is the best time in the history of earth to be alive like you can literally he said if you have nothing going for you and you're not online posting like a hundred times a day from every different social media platform or platform that there is to get your message or product out he said you don't even have to you don't even have to create anything anymore. You can literally create art files and, you know, for free and make money based off of just pushing traffic 
and just putting in the legwork or the groundwork or promoting other people's stuff. There's just so many, a lot of people, so many avenues. A lot of people just don't want to do the work. I mean, I think, yeah, at the end of the day, I just think that people are scared to, to just put themselves out there more than anything, you know? It's easier to say it's hard to make money than it is to just fail, try and fail over and over again until you find your lane, you know what I mean? True. Um, I think that people are gun shy or they're so bombarded by information and products that they're afraid to like, to fall or be told that they're not good enough or that, you know, and this is, once again, it, it's fear, right? So they're you've fearful of things that have never happened and probably never will. You've started plenty of businesses. Not all of them succeeded. No, man. I think of something new like every 35 minutes probably. You know what I mean? And some things work and some things don't. And uh, some things I follow through with and some things I don't follow through with. You know what I mean? But the ideas, they constantly come. Yeah. But I've put myself into a realm of being that guy observant of it and aware that other things are possible, you know, and that I can see these things through and that I do have the, the, the common sense basically at this point and the intelligence to try to figure out how to, how to get something done, you know, and it's just, I mean, I think, you know, pretty much a 12 year old has the intellect that it takes to be successful in the world today. Some even younger than that, that are even super, oh, super yeah. smart and really on the Twitch live streaming or the video game platforms and these things that understand that, you know, following a passion or just getting something done and, and you can be successful and get your message out to a ton of people. What's wrong? Whatever, that's enough to cut for IG. I don't know, play with it. Yeah, that you have fucking, I think we have a 500 gigabyte on there. <laughs> yeah, and then you have the two terabyte external. Working out bugs. You know? It's a beautiful time to be alive, people. Um, you have the world at your disposal. Everybody has access to a smartphone. Even people in the penitentiary system have smartphones. What, I mean, I'm not going to incriminate myself on camera, but, you know, the same way that they get anything in, you know, they just, Bend the over. shit is just in the air, my friend. Bend over, Jay. Yeah. Um, or they use drones to drop it in. All types of ways. Yeah. It's like we said, it's a beautiful time. I mean, I'm sure people are walking them in, flying them in, throwing them in. A lot of people get busted for attempting to bring them in. Of course. But for the amount of people that fail, there's still a good percentage that actually get through. Yeah. I mean, these guys are doing Twitch streams and like Facebook lives and all this stuff from inside the, the really? joint. Yeah. hundred percent, bro. Yeah, bro. Straight up. They're doing like they're on they they out. They online. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if they can do it, then anybody, then anybody can. can right. Because they have nothing but time. Right. I saw a quote a long time ago. A crackhead never says something along the lines of how am I going to get cracked today? They bust their ass to get their fucking fix. A hundred percent. So you're going to bust your ass to fill up your pockets today with money. Or you're just going to sit back and twiddle your thumbs. That's it. You know, that's not the best analogy, but yes, you know what I mean? Yes, of course. Yeah. Yep. You know what the difference between a crackhead and a tweaker is? No. A crackhead will steal your shit. <laughs> a tweaker will steal your shit and help you look for it. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a true story. Anyway. <laughs> so this one time at band camp. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, drugs are bad. This is true. That's one thing Dave taught us. Who's Dave? Dave Chappelle. Oh. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I've never yeah. tried it. I know plenty of people that have. And everyone that has tried it says it's a hell of a drug. It's... I never really got it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's a, it, it is a hell of a drug, you know? But, um, you know, it's not for everybody. I think that uh, I think that the less stereotypes and negative suppression we put on substances and things, the better off the world would be. Yeah, let people want to explore and do what they want to do, and tell people no, they're still gonna do it. They're it's still gonna fuck with it. Yeah, it's not our job to tell people how to find their path. No. Now, obviously. I mean, the current climate is out of control. I mean, my daughter was telling me what fentanyl looked like because they're teaching them at the school to be aware of it and the candy sources and things like that for Halloween. Fentanyl's a white powder. Well, no, but they're making little pressed pills and they're telling them that they're like little Skittles basically and that you gotta watch Halloween candy and go through the thing. You know what I mean? I know it sounds a little skeptical to me, but this is, this is the world we live in today. Look, that was a thing when we were growing up, too. It um, was. Check your Halloween candy, but... For razor blades and... and, and fucking random whatever. bullshit. Yeah. The fentanyl thing, with my medical background, like, dude, you're never gonna know. So you can look all you want, but if someone's really fucked in the head and really wants to fuck some people up, you're not gonna know until it's too late. And that's the sad part of it. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Test your kid's candy before they eat it? No. Well, the sad part is, is that... uh they're teaching them that like they're looking for like pills and different like things you know what i mean and that's not obviously you know better than me but that's not uh the case no fentanyl in its form comes in a powder that's super potent and it's measured in micrograms like fuck a grain of rice size will od someone like you and me any day of the week yeah and it's just crazy that you'll never know mm-hmm yeah yeah scary times yeah like i was talking to some people at party and they're like yeah i'm afraid of doing blow now because 100 percent. you know what the fuck's in it no because motherfuckers <laughs> be Mixing get a shit. bad bag and it's a it's a wrap bro you know what i mean and that shit's cheap yeah you know it's a synthetic drug it's cheap it's easy to come across and it's uber potent and it's just bad news oh yeah and there's kilos coming in by the hour yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even know, but you see it in I'm the news. sure of it. Yeah, you know, um, you know, ever increasingly creative. We're just in some wild times. Yeah, great, great, scary, wild times. I still have hope. I still have hope. There's a lot of money to be made. There's, you know, you just everything's calculated. Yeah, but I mean, best way I can explain. That's almost better. The information is out there now. Yeah. So the go-getters are really able to accelerate things and get creative because anything's on the table, right? You know, it's a, 
it's a great time in that sense, you know, because right. if you really want to do something, you can accomplish anything you want. Probably from this chair while we're podcasting right now. Oh, you know what I mean? So much you can do and just people don't think about it. I was mentoring a kid today and he was just giving me excuses on stuff. And I'm like, bro, you're paying me a lot of money to mentor you. Mm -hmm. What's with the excuses? Clearly you want to level up. You paid me. But why do you have excuses on why things are going to take 180 days, 90 days? Everyone has an excuse for something now. And like you get frustrated with employees and you're like, fuck it. I'm just going to go do it myself. They're limiting themselves. Yeah. Instead of just finding a way to make it happen. Like, look at fast food restaurants. It's now automated when you walk up. Yeah. There's no fucking person standing there. It's a computer. And people are putting themselves out of jobs by complaining about certain things. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, it's a lost... Uh, I think it's a hard time for the youth to find their place. Either they immediately find it and they shine, or... They're late bloomers. They're late bloomers, and it takes them a really long time to adjust to, like, things that were just kind of second nature to us that, you know, our parents' generation was very, you better just get, get back up when you fall and figure it out. We're not going to be there to, to, to save you or to give you a safety net. You're just going to have to go out and find a way, you know? Exactly. And although we're limited by, like, we caught the tail end of the technical rise obviously you know and the rise of, of technology but um i think that the mindset that we have because of you know coming from somewhere that it was obvious that nobody was going to do anything for you exactly has made us be able to have the drive to like see things through and have confidence in ourselves and know that we can do something and to prove people wrong in a sense you know um, go against the grain and that's a definitely uh, it's definitely an attribute that's good to have you know oh, yeah. um, that I think the kids are lacking in these days you know the participation trophies and all the pats on the back Dude, there was no participation trophies when we were kids no it's just if first, you win second, third. if you win you win bro <laughs> yeah. you know if you ain't first you're last it's just a different shake time period you know <laughs> shake and bake um yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting time. And I, and I get it, you know. I, you always want to... Uh, but I feel like that's making people not dig as deep. You're programming someone that, it's hey, you showed up, so that's good enough. Yeah, it's not work ethic. It's Dude, definitely not Mamba mentality, right? That's not good enough, in my opinion. you no. got to show up and do the work, and no. you got to earn what you're getting. That the people that you see in these positions that you, that you like or envy or want to be like, um, or to emulate, you got to know that they worked harder than everybody else to be in that position. And there's no other, there's nothing else there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the grind never stops. Like just no. because you're at a level, well, okay, tomorrow you can't just sit back. No, cause it's not going to work. Yeah. And once you find the passion for creation, that's the drive in itself anyway. Correct. It's not even about, uh, the monetary gain or the, the, the fame or the things that come with it anymore. It's just in the pursuit of the creation of what's next, right? Because that's the only thing that drives me anymore is not, you know, how something did or how it was perceived, but just like it was cool to bring a thought into reality and now what's next, right? Exactly. 
And no matter how cool you thought it was going to be, and even if it greatly exceeds your, your expectations, it's never enough. And you're always going to be back, you know, maybe a couple of days, and then you're back to like, all right, so next year we're back on the grind, right? Exactly. Whether it's a season or, a, you know, or a business or it doesn't matter, sports, entertainment, whatever it is that, that you know, that uh, makes you tick. Um, moving forward and continuing to, to, you know, the beauty is really in the, in the, the beauty is in the, you know, the journey, right? Because mm -hmm. the, the drive to get from point A to point B, whatever that may be, and then you're done and you're like, fuck, I just, I did it, you know, or I almost did it. Or even if you fail, man, that was close. And then it's like, okay, well, what's next? That's it. Very true. Might be a good title for the podcast, actually. Yeah. What's next? What's next? You know? Should we end it here today? And Yeah. Might be a good place to to sign off. Smell you guys on the next one. <laughs>